Welcome to KiteLine, a weekly radio program from WFHB that focuses on issues in the prison system and beyond. Behind the prison walls, a message is called a kite. Whispered words, a note passed hand to hand, a request submitted to the guards for medical care. Illicit or not, sending a kite means trusting that other people will bear it farther along until it reaches its destination. Here on KiteLine, we hope to share these words across the prison walls. The music you hear is being performed by Muskogee musicians at the recent Block Cop City Rally in Atlanta. Since 2021, a diverse movement in the area has challenged the construction of Cop City, which is slated to destroy Atlanta's South River Forest. The forest is also known by its Muskogee name, Wilani. The movement has created new intersections between abolitionist and environmental politics because it's defending a forest that has important ecological elements for the surrounding black community. In the movement's latest phase, a new coalition called Block Cop City made an ambitious proposal for mass nonviolent action. That action forced the city to suspend construction for that day, and it has not resumed construction in the many days since. Here are selections from the statement issued by Block Cop City about the mobilization. On the morning of Monday, November 13th, a procession of roughly 500 people marched along a public road to the proposed site of Cop City construction site holding banners and giant puppets, and accompanied by drummers and a brass band. Block Cop City activists worked to reclaim Atlanta's rich civil rights legacy from politicians who continue to tarnish it with voter disenfranchisement and extreme police brutality. Despite the violent response by police, activists minimized arrests and injuries from police. The march began with a festive gathering in Gresham Park where participants adopted an explicit commitment to nonviolence and heard from Kamal Franklin, executive director of Atlanta-based community movement builders, and Joel Pais, father of Tortuguita, a forest offender murdered by police in the forest in January. Kamal Franklin had this to say, quote, Now is not a time for cowardice. You're either with the oppressed or with the oppressors. You're either with the people or the pigs. You cannot stand in the middle. You cannot be on both sides. You cannot close your eyes to the terror of policing that happens in this world. Joel Pais, Tortuguita's father, also encouraged the protesters, quote, We are going to continue defending the forest. We are going to continue defending the legacy of Tortuguita. We are a family. You are my family. Unquote. Once the march was underway, it took less than an hour for the police to declare it illegal in a striking similarity to the 1965 march from Selma to Montgomery. Despite numerous stated commitments from religious leaders and city officials to honor the right to protest, armed riot police terrorized the crowd with tear gas, attack dogs, clubs, and ballistic shields. Mary Hook, field secretary for the Movement for Black Lives, reflected on the police response to the protest, quote, We just witnessed overt violations of our civil rights on a road named after the U.S. Constitution. Atlanta claims itself to be a civil rights hub, but it erases its legacy when protests arise that confront the power of politicians and police. Today's police violence against protesters affirms our belief that Cop City must never be built. Unquote. As other protesters took to planting tree saplings in the Wilani Forest, 
journalists were forcibly separated and threatened with arrest by police. We condemn this infringement of these journalists' rights, as well as the arrest of protesters, including the indigenous activists arrested while visiting Tortuguita's altar in the forest over the weekend. A statement from the movement reflects determination and courage in the face of police terror. Quote, the movement to stop Cop City and defend the Atlanta forest is undeterred by today's police aggression, unquote. Finally, movement spokesperson Sam Beard shared this at the rally, quote, The city of Atlanta's actions against this movement under the leadership of Andre Dickens have been draconian, but we remain committed to the opposite, building a world free of police violence and repression where all of us can thrive, unquote. Okay, what we saw just now was exactly what we have been talking about this whole time. The cops are so afraid of nonviolence, so afraid of a mass act of civil disobedience. They beat people, they tear gassed people, and they shot us with pepper spray and flashbang grenades designed to terrify us. And that is what they do, and that is what they will always do. Uh, but we're not giving up, we're staying together, and we're regrouping right now. And now we hear from Belkis Turan, mother of Tortuguita, followed by commentary by some Japanese attendees at the protest. My name is Belkis Turan, B-E-L-K-I-S-T-E-R-A-N. And by the way, my Instagram is uh, Belkis Turan 27. So anybody welcome because I'm planning to do an interactive um, Tortuguita Healing Center um, through internet. To Instagram. So anyways, uh, we are here because we like to make one step for, forward, one step further to uh, tell the, the government that we care for we learning and that they have to stop destroying. They have to stop the destruction, the ecocide, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, we like we like justice for Tortuguita, my son. They are c closing everything. You know, they don't allow uh, to know what is, what is the investigation. But uh, okay, it doesn't matter too much today. But um, the idea is that they really take a serious decision to stop Cop City. We will continue. This is only one step, I said to everybody. People from all over the country are coming. So those are the famous outsiders that they, somebody says around. But uh, we will continue. And, and, and uh, everybody has a good spirit. Everybody, most of them have been I've been touching and putting my oils. So uh, the idea is to bring light to the darkness. I said yesterday, if you are coming here with rage, anger, or, or hate, you better go and throw that in a river. Put in your imagination, you know, river, and throw those things there. Because here is no space for anger or rage or hate. No hate here. We are going to, because if you go to the darkness with dark, with your own darkness, 
then it's gonna be terrible. So we are coming with light. Everybody have to, because everybody has the light and darkness. I have my own darkness and light. So my darkness, I work on that, and my light, I make it bright. So we are going to bring here light. If the darkness have more power, we understand, but we, uh, those people are um, willing to make the point, you know, and, uh, and to, to, to sing. Because we are going, like Manuel says, to the police, to f the police, you need to be happy. And we are happy. We are happy because, because we are winning. And why we are winning? Because the light is inside of us. The light is already getting in each one of us. That's make us winners. The forces of the darkness can be there, but we are winning. We are already winners because this is a winning. And everybody of those people is gonna back home. And there they are going to spread the light. Uh, we are from Tokyo. Uh, we are here, Outland. Uh. Yeah, when I was in Tokyo, I knew only a little about Stopkov City. Yeah, but yeah, this action is very interesting and exciting and a lot of people gathering here yeah I hear so and we now here we have a similar struggle like in Okinawa yeah people in Okinawa struggle against the US Navy base construction and they want to protect the sea yeah very beautiful sea yeah 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 so we have yeah although we are living yeah very far side but yeah we have the same horizon to struggle yeah there is yeah to struggle about against yeah stop yeah brutal violence and to defend the beautiful us yeah I think I've been in Atlanta for a few days and I met a lot of people here and then heard a lot of story uh, from people and it was really amazing to me I'm, I am very sad that the top cup city uh, isn't not like not famous in Japan and I Google stop city in Japanese but no news at all yeah and then really don't know everybody doesn't know about this so um, maybe this uh, March will be huge uh, over the whole world and in Japan too up next is Kamal Franklin and Sam Beard both speaking at the block cop city rally Black Cop City! 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 Black Cop City.
coming out. So, I'm not supposed to be here today. Let me start there. So I want to start by thanking all the organizers and activists and everyday people who came here today who organized this to make this action happen today. So give yourselves a round of applause. As we know, the struggle to stop Cop City is ongoing. And it takes many tactics and strategies in order to stop this from being built. The city and the state will use every means and mechanism to defeat this movement. Because they are a movement that is meant to try to oppress us. That is meant to try to stop us. That's meant to try to lord themselves over us in our bodies and our souls and our minds and our pocketbooks. They want us to be consumers in their system. They want us to be bowed down in their system. They want us to be home watching TV and buying things while every day they make decisions that impact and affect our lives. But we have to understand that we cannot give them power. We cannot give them control. We cannot cede, we cannot cede any step to them when it comes to power and control over our lives. We've been out here for two years, over two years, fighting to stop Cop City. In that time, a lot has happened in terms of slowing it down, in terms of exposing the city and the state for all the things that they're responsible for. A lot has taken place. People have lost their lives. People have been charged with domestic terrorism, RICO charges. We've made the connections between the military, uh, the, the police militarized complex and international policing, i.e. the Israeli police and the murderous policing and the IDF and the murderous tactics of the Israeli police and military against the Palestinians. We've made those connections. So we stand here with you to say, today is not a time for cowards. It is not a time for cowardness. That we have to make choices. You're either with the oppressed or with the oppressor. Either with the people or with the pig. You are either with the exploited or the exploiter. The colonialist or the colonized. You have to stand strong on the side of the people and the masses. You cannot stand in the middle. You cannot be both sides. You cannot close your eyes to the terror of policing that happens in this country, in this world, and you cannot deny and cannot be silent on the capitalist economics and the system that controls all of our people across the world. So today when you march and demonstrate and conduct acts of civil disobedience, you're doing it for the people. You're doing it with the masses. You're doing it with the oppressed, with the exploited. You're standing up strong and fighting a struggle 
to stop a militarized complex which is meant to continue to over-police black and brown communities in this country and is meant to stop movements against police violence and police militarism. So when you stand today, you stand strong to do what? To stop Cop City! Stop Cop City! Stop Cop City! For over two years, a movement has been building. For two years, we have resisted the destruction of the Wilani Forest, and for two years, we have been fighting to stop Cop City. From day one, some of the first local on-the-ground revolutionaries fighting against the ecocidal white supremacist project have insisted that this is not a local struggle. This is a struggle for competing visions of the future. Every single time a forest is slated to be clear-cut and forest defenders are standing in the way, who removes them? Every single time a multinational corporation is attempting to build a fossil fuel pipeline on unceded indigenous land, but tribes are preventing that from occurring, who works to make that pipeline possible? Every single corporate polluter, environmentally racist project, or other unspeakable extractive industry that the people would simply not stand for, would not tolerate, there is a force that makes those things possible. And that force, of course, is the police. Therefore, the movement for the earth must be a movement against the police. What the Defend the Atlanta Forest movement has done is replicate that meme. In one hand is the environmentalist movement, and the other hand is the abolitionist movement. And they're grabbing our manure. And we are never letting go of each other again. That is what has made this movement powerful. That is what has made this movement dangerous. All of our struggles are interrelated. As Father Joseph Brown says, all of life is interconnected. And we honor that today. Portuguita put their body on the line to defend this forest and they were murdered for it. The people do not believe their lies anymore. Everybody hates the police. And there is no police department in this country more universally despised than the Atlanta Police Department. But it's not just APD. The entire institution, the institution of policing, the institution of law enforcement is rotten to its very core. We don't believe their doublespeak. When they rewrite our movement's histories, when they claim the George Floyd Rebellion was a movement for more police accountability, whatever that means, we know the uprisings of 2020 was a movement against the police as such. We will block Cop City because we know with more police training actually comes more violence. The police today have more resources and more funding than they ever have 
ever. The police today have more training than they ever have ever. And we know in 2022, the police killed more people than any other year ever. With more training and more resources, the police are more efficient at inflicting their violence. They are violence workers. That is their job, violence. And through that violence, the police carry out three primary functions. The first of which is to enforce the racialized caste system in this country, upholding and defending and indeed making possible the white supremacist racial order. It is not a figure of speech when I say the American police force grew directly out of slave patrols and that mutation from slave catcher to cop began to reproduce itself and spread and a new paradigm of social control was born. And since that time, American law enforcement's commitment to white supremacy has only grown, it has only spread. See the old Atlanta prison farm to cop city pipeline. The second function of the police is the protection of capital, attempting to forever lock in all the brutal inequalities that define our era. When we say late capitalism is because that shit's almost over. By enforcing the ever-present fear of economic insecurity and criminalizing all life that would prefer not to have to earn a living, the police are the armed guards overseeing a hostage situation. A human being does not have to earn a living. A human being is living. We are life. The final function of the police is to destroy every social movement before it gets strong enough to change the world. We saw that with the Black Panthers and the revolutionaries of the civil rights movement. We saw that with Standing Rock, and we see it here in the movement to defend the Atlanta forest and stop Cop City. Now, I'm not one to make arguments about so-called human nature. But one of the things that makes the human animal unique is our capacity to collectively change the nature of our reality. By systematically attacking and repressing and preventing every social struggle that seeks to change our world, the police attempt to block us from the very thing that makes us human. They attempt to cut us off from our most fundamental capacity, collective creativity. And that is why we block the police. That is why we block Cop City. This movement has been powerful, dangerous, and cutting edge as a leaderless, decentralized, and autonomous movement, and that is why it has scared the powers that be to their very bones. We give mad, mad love to the Black Week of Action that's wrapping up today, and this is a hallmark of our movement's strength, a movement that contains multitudes with an endless capacity for innovation a movement which has seen hundreds of organizations, thousands of affinity groups, and hundreds of thousands of participants doing what makes sense to them and their communities. Working side by side and sometimes arm in arm across lines of difference, this is a movement that activates a multiplicity of worlds. And this has amounted to a mosaic of spaces, a mosaic of actions, a mosaic of tactics. And Block Cop City is just another feather in the movement's diversity of tactics hat. 
We are out here in solidarity with our black brothers, sisters, and siblings. We are out here in solidarity with the people of Palestine. We are out here in solidarity with every indigenous struggle that attempts to protect sacred forms of life. The form of life, our unique and rich ways of being in this world, that is what is at stake in this struggle. This is not a local struggle. This is a struggle, this is a war, a global war of incompatible visions for the future, incompatible forms of life. What is at stake here is not just the Wilani, what is at stake here is the future, and the future is up for grabs. Hundreds have activated from across Turtle Island, and those hundreds represent thousands who attended the tour stops from Portland, Maine to Portland, Oregon, Vancouver to Tijuana, and those thousands stand alongside millions. Millions of people who are watching, hoping, and praying that this movement wins, that our movement wins. Block Cop City sought to open up a shared plane, an ethical plane an ethical plane that spans the globe and cuts across time. This is an ethical plane that can be thought of as the through line between every struggle of the oppressed, every social movement, and every attempt for justice. We mourn the dead, we fight like hell for the living, because what is at stake is us. And yes, it is an us versus them. They want to freeze the world exactly as it stands, and we want to change it, to change the world, to proliferate worlds. What is at stake is worlds. The Defend the Atlanta Forest and Stop Cop City movement is a movement against the flattening of our worlds. A movement against the imposition of their world, their bleak, gray, and singular world, their world of anxiety, dread, rampant corruption, and galloping misery, the world where every tree that they deem dispensable is felled, where every forest that they deem dispensable is paved over, where every sovereign indigenous nation is targeted in a world where Hollywood billionaires like Ryan Millsap can steal a park from a black environmental justice community and turn it into a soundstage, a capitalist accumulation machine. We have descended into Atlanta to protect the uniqueness of the worlds that are found here, that are found only here. We have activated across Atlanta to fight against the hyper-gentrification project that is Cop City. While there are hundreds of locals here, there are many who have come in solidarity, and we have descended into Atlanta because a call was made, and frontline activists in this struggle said, we need your help, and we said, we've got you! This is not a local struggle. The RICO and domestic terrorism charges attempt to criminalize protesting where you don't live. What is precisely what is needed in that moment is a historic activation of those who want to defend that right, to defend the necessity to traverse across the geographic plane, to step up onto our ethical one, to travel across vast geographies and resist ecocidal projects and white supremacist projects whenever they attempt to be built. This is not a local struggle. We are fighting for Gaza right here, right now. Every single one of our struggles are connected. Every single one of our lives are connected. All of life is interrelated. That is the most powerful, the most dangerous. That is the most beautiful idea. And that is what we make real today. 
We are raising the bar for what it means to fight. We are raising the bar for what it means to struggle. We are raising the bar for what it means to come across lines of vast political, identity-based, and geographic difference to live and fight together. And while it might be exhausting, it might be expensive, and it might be a little bit of a logistical headache, there's something that's kind of easy about it, right? There's a certain kind of closeness. There's a certain kind of warmth in this crowd. And that is our ethical plane of consistency. We have found each other. And we will never lose each other again. This has been KiteLine. KiteLine is intended as a means of communication between people across prison walls. KiteLine, WFHB, or any affiliates airing this program are not responsible for the opinions expressed on the show. Thank you for listening. Like Manuel says to the police, to f*** the police, you need to be happy. And we are happy. We are happy because, because we are winning.